You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brace yourself, Jimmy boy. Clapshot coming in. <laughs> he is really as as awful as your English <laughs> accent is. Your Scottish accent is really. Delightful. I really, really need uh, WWE wrestler Drew McIntyre to change his finishing move to the clapshot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what is it? I don't care what it is. Clapshotland. Normal Great. punch. <laughs> Lottie, I'll put I'll put peckers and keepies in there. <laughs> Keppers and peekies. Wait, it's when you punch somebody super hard, but then you fall down. Your mother, 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 mother. Okay, you heard that too, right? Yeah. Okay, that was real. Serber, did you get that? Oh my god! I did. Hell yes. We have to keep it, right? Yes, this makes the cut. That's got to be the cold open in some. <laughs> Holy shit! That was horrifying. Mother, 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 mother. Because for a minute I thought he was doing it, <laughs> and I was like, "Why are you doing this?" Oh my god! No, you know what would be really dope is if when uh, when they come back, he's still doing it. He's still doing it. Like it turns out, he really was doing it. <laughs> Holy, oh my god. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast, which is why. I want to start with the biggest story of the day. 
I understand some of you out there listen to this podcast because you like information and news. That's why I'm going to give you the most important news of the day. And by that, I mean an important debate in England about whether a scotch egg is a meal or not. That is the most important story, by the way, today. Now, the debate is this, that Michael Gove, who is a politician in... What kind of name is that? Michael Gove. 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 Uh, Mike Gove, who if you look at him... That is a made-up word. If you look at him, he looks like someone who Veep would invent as a caricature of a British politician. Okay? Oh, this, this is Professor Plum. That's who that is. That is Professor Plum. Yeah. And he even has that look, but I'm like, what? The, you found the wrench where? Hello? Yes. Goodness. Uh-huh. A child by me? He looks like the way I imagine Jason Garrett looks when Jason Garrett looks in the mirror. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like that that fits with his actual profile, which is dude who's been trying to be in charge of the conservatives there for years and he keeps failing. That's that's where he's at. So okay. he's a Boragov. Yeah. Well, <laughs> up top. Jabberwocky five. Why am I why am I concerned about this story and why should you be concerned about this story? Oh, because we caught this man at a catch twenty two. Because Michael Gove suggested, okay? After being born in Aberdeen, no less, that scotch eggs were just a starter and not a substantial meal. Are you familiar with what a scotch egg is? Do I need to clarify this for anyone on this podcast, what a scotch egg is? Is that when you yep. drop an egg into your morning scotch? Yes. Okay. For extra yeah, protein. For, yeah, for the weightlifter's morning scotch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I ain't going to stop drinking, but I got to keep these gains. Let's put a few in there. Uh, that no. that that is how how Scottish weightlifters work, though. I mean, yeah, that's are, why are, you have... re- are you really Scottish if you're not a little bit drunk? <laughs> they have, that's why they have short but spectacular careers. You're like, for 90 days, that man was the most incredible weightlifter in the world, and then the Scotch caught him. Not the egg. The egg and the Scotch got him there, but the Scotch took him down. No, Scotch eggs um, are. Um, I have heard them baked or fried, but I think fried is probably the more proper thing because if you want to know where the south got its fascination with deep frying things came from scotland (laughs) y'all nobody fries more things than scotland the texas state fair pales in comparison to what happens to the average scottish person's bloodstream every single day scotch eggs are a part of that scotch eggs are hard-boiled eggs okay you got a place you got to take that egg boiled in scotch and then you have to take it and you coat it in um, breading, Jason. Breading, but also you're gonna you're gonna need to make it even more Taco Bell. You're, you're gonna put sausage on them. Yeah, you're gonna. Like well, that some, is way worse. Yeah, you're gonna need you're gonna need uh, crunchy, cheesy. <laughs> you're gonna need you're gonna need to make this fourth, fifth, and sixth meal. You know, every Taco one. Bell advertisement for a new menu item, it's it's like whole uncharted levels of crunchy cheesiness. That's the Scotch egg, which has been around since uh, the 1700s. It's kind of like the Taco Bell grenade. <laughs> that is a great fucking idea. Oh. I'm just going to lay here, Taco Bell. You just drive past. The window will be open. Just lob it right in. I will try to catch it like a puppy dog, and we will all go about our days. 
Fire sauce we're... in the hole. Now I'm just thinking about what a food claymore would be. A food so... claymore would be a dozen. You take a dozen scorch eggs. I didn't mean to make you do another voice. I'm sorry. So... Ah, it's happening. Hag- oh. Actually, haggis. Haggis might be the food claymore. Haggis is the food yeah, claymore. Yeah. All right. So. All right. All right. Haggis is the. Haggis the uh, the garbage bag of entrails that is the <laughs> the official national food of of my uh, my historic lineage. Um, so, as a person of Scots heritage, I have to point out that the Scotch egg comes from London, according to the wiki. Oh, a London department store heresy. invented this. However, heresy. however, while we were talking, I have taken a trip th- through the Scottish cuisine wiki page. As always, an exciting journey. Can I bring up? Four dishes, right quick. Please. Yeah. We have a uh, clap shot. <laughs> Bullshit. A traditional Bullshit. Scottish dish, uh, maybe served with haggis, oatcakes, mince, sausage, or cold meat, created by the combined mashing of turnips and potatoes, known as neeps and tatties, <laughs> with the addition what? of you heard him. You heard him. <laughs> neeps. And tatties uh, with the addition of Maryland. Now, but wait, it gets better. All right, with the addition of butter or dripping. Wait, dripping, dripping what? What? <laughs> Come on what? down to Scotland to find out. That's a whatever's, what, whatever's coming off the roof, just play it under there. Ah, that's pretty. That, Spencer, this might be your best accent. Aye, thank you. He's oh, watching uh, Ducktales. Dish number two. <laughs> Go on, gold. <laughs> Dish number two, of course, is sewer plume. Uh, Spencer, as a person who speaks, spell that? S O R S O O R P L O O M. Spencer is a person who speaks Scots. I'm sure you can translate what a sewer plume is. Sour plume. That's a sour plum. That's right. <laughs> sour plum. Uh, there, there's a lot of them where it's basically just like, all right, yeah, Scots is somehow a real language, and yeah. Uh, dish number three, rumbledy thumps. No. I beg your pardon. No, that's not real. That's right. Uh, the main ingredients are potato, cabbage, and onion. These are all pretty similar. Uh, it's similar to Irish coal cannon and English bubble and squeak. Bubble and squeak, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm see. on the opposite side of Spencer and Holly. Any any noise could come out of Jason's mouth, and I'd say yeah, I'm sure that is a Scotch dish. Absolutely, he's very he's very reliable. It's like uh, it's like if if he was just naming Star Wars secondary. Sure, whatever. <laughs> now, have you uh, played Have you played Among Us? By the way, amongst you, us, Among Us, Among please. Us is a game where you can, if you are the imposter trying to kill people, you can sneak into other rooms through a vent. Scotland is the vent for Scandinavia to sneak into England and be like that. Bad food's here. Those we brought more of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and finally, dish number four. Of course, the most Red River, Red River rivalry meal in all of Europe, the deep fried Mars bar. <laughs> is uh, <laughs> It's uh, basically <laughs> the most uh, Scottish dessert delicacy. So, okay. Yeah. I want you to imagine, by the way, that you're all cranked. Like, okay, now all these foods are available to you, right? But you've decided to go out and have a night on the town. However... Um, it is a bit cold, both in your bank account and outside. How do you say and, night on the town in Scottish? Just make it up. A night on the town? Yeah. Oh, that's a Ronnie Brook. That's when you're going out with Ronnie. And he's drunk as hell. And he wants to fight. That's not a Donnie Brook, because Donnie, Donnie died three years ago. Drowned in the brook. 
He drowned in the brook. Three scorch eggs in his belly. So he died happy. Um, I am real sorry to DC Trojan and all the other very, Scottish people who I know listen to us. Very sorry. But imagine, by the way, Spencer. that I mean, you're... The, the Americans aren't going to fare much better, so it's fine. Oh, what's going to happen? If I show up in Edinburgh and somebody headbutts me, I'm going to feel at home. They're going to be like, you asshole, you did a terrible accent on a podcast. Here, I'll headbutt you. And I'll be like, thank you. Spencer's going to headbutt somebody, and they're going to be like, he speaks the ancient tongue. <laughs> Um, imagine, by the way, that you're out and you go, well, I'd like to eat three scotch eggs and some clap shot. Clap shot! What's going to go in my face while I'm doing that to keep me warm? How about some Buckfast? Now, this is a step beyond, I think, because Buckfast is a fortified wine with caffeine. Thank you, God. <laughs> that, that, by the way, is produced in such quantity as to be transported in tanker trucks. If you go to the Wikipedia page, there is the Buckfast tanker truck, which is like a milk truck, but it's filled with caffeinated fortified wine. This was allegedly based on a traditional recipe from France made by Benedictine monks. You can't just who, blame everything on France. Oh, who had it as idea. a tonic. But what happens when you take... Uh, an Abbey's finest tonic and transport it en masse to Scotland. Well, we turn it into Buckfast, which is co traditionally considered riot fuel. It is, it is, and I quote, produced in association with the loudish Ned culture and antisocial behavior. <laughs> yeah. The, the what culture? Ned. Ned culture. Is that like a lad? Um, I will, yes. and I it's, will. It's an FIU thing. Yeah, it's an that's Scottish people saw that happening and they're like, I <laughs> that's he's the one to do that. My only complaint with about the Scotch egg is that to be, I feel like a truly, you know, United Kingdom British Empire dish. If you have a an ingredient in the name, that ingredient should not be in the dish. Like Welsh rarebit does not have mm. rabbit in it, and like sweetbreads, completely not that. That like, I see that I appreciate because I like the yeah I'm with you I like the stealth aspect right right so and I, I, I think I have a good example here all right okay, an another okay. another uh, Scottish dish it's an alternative to the pancake made from fine ground oatmeal <laughs> uh, and the name of it is something that you would likely not enjoy if it were ground into oatmeal and made into a pancake it is of course the festy cock <laughs> <laughs> right right um, I'm going to read to you the greatest single paragraph in all of wikipedia okay because buckfast buckfast has by the way if you drink a 750 milliliter bottle of it and boy shouldn't you i'm sure it's not pronounced buckfast you know what buckfast is the meal you have with your buckfast okay um which you're gonna need because mm. you're gonna be awake but also very drunk because it's 15.5 percent alcohol and in addition to that, the high caffeine content, uh, you finish off one bottle, it's like drinking eight cans of Coke. Yeah. A diet of four bottles, this is directly from the entry, has been described in a Scottish court as not conducive to a long life. Nice. It's a matter of legal record. But this uh, that's not what I wanted to read to you. I wanted to read this to you. The beverage is entered the popular lexicon with nicknames such as Wreck the Hoose Juice. Commotion lotion. <laughs> Cumbernauld rocket fuel. Wait, say that last one again. Cumbernauld rocket fuel. That's a big 12 receiver. Mrs. Brown. <laughs> Bucky Baracus. Oh, Cobra, 
I, I'm I just want to say, Mrs. Brown is a very sneaky one in there. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. That's that's I some shit story. you can. Yeah, you you can order that at jail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other nicknames: <sighs> Coat Bridge Table Wine, Bucky <laughs> Bucky Baracus, and a bottle of what the hell you looking at? Oh, I got Bucky. <laughs> it has also earned the unofficial slogan "Buckfast." Get you fucked fast. Nice. The, the drink's prominence within the Buckfest Bucky Triangle, an area east of Glasgow between Airdrie, Copebridge, and Cumberland, has raised concern. In addition, <laughs> the glass bottle has been blamed for contributing to litter and providing drunkards with a weapon. <laughs> so w- one day when I finally return to my ancestral homelands, uh, y'all can come. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> Uh, also, the uh, so you know every region sort of has its own pizza, has its own style of pizza. Uh, of course, the Scottish style is deep fried pizza because, as always, it is basically super America. It's it's the distilled. It is like it's basically you know when you buy a concentrated like iced coffee, right? And they're like, hey, listen, you got to pour like one shot of this. That happened for... to you this year. It did. Yeah, you don't drink the concentrate, right? It's like America concentrate. You need to yeah. water down your Scotland, right? Mm. Also, it's incredible looking at all this, and I can't quite figure out, figure it out. Like, why this country is so bad at sports? Just <laughs> this doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you go, ah, Buckfest and Scotch eggs. Got it. <laughs> Spectacular athletes for ninety days. Powering up, for, <laughs> powering up for the 100 meter with a, a big old barrel of clap shot. <laughs> <laughs> Just their approach to food sounds so violent. What is it? Clap shot! God, Just put it in your happen. face! Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! so, so on the Scottish Cuisine Wikipedia page, there's a drinks section. Yeah, man, of course there is. It's... There are four non-alcoholic options, <laughs> and there are That's sweet. 12 alcoholic options. That's right. <laughs> so here's something. You know what would be really fun is to go through the Scottish Cuisine Wiki page and turn each of these into Pokemon. <laughs> yes. Like yes. The, the Bramble. That's a Pokemon, right? The the The... Haggis, hack like there's so many several kinds of haggis. That's an evolving mm-hmm. Pokemon. Haggis is one of those little ones with spines on its back. Haggis starts out at cute, right? It's oh, it's a little sheep, and then oh no, it's <laughs> something has come out of the sheep. We've taken a turn. I I love this headline: Buckfest, a drink with almost supernatural powers of destruction. <laughs> <laughs> and Scotland is like Sparks the country. <laughs> the old sparks. It's like three loco. <laughs> like, yeah, you remember, like when four loco could actually be fully loaded. Four loco. Like yeah. When, Spencer, you were in your forties, but Ryan and Jason, we were in college. Yeah. 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 And I was still drinking it. So when you're in your forties, let's see if you go that hard. Don't. Don't. It's really, I don't want to. Don't. No. no, you really don't want to. <laughs> Here is probably the vaguest Wikipedia page on a food item I've ever read. Um, the Lucky Tatty. Is a type of traditional sweet made in Scotland. The Lucky Tatty is flavored with cassia and steamed and covered with cinnamon powder. The Tatty used to contain a small plastic Lucky Charm in the centra. That's European for center. Hence, ah. the Lucky. Due to health and safety, they were removed. 
At no point does it explain what a tatty is. Uh, it's written as if there's only one of them, and it used to have a small plastic charm in it, and no longer does. So if you see it, beware. <laughs> I think we have a really good transition point, by the way. Yeah, speaking of things that have small plastic charms lodged in them. Well, you were saying, well, you mentioned Four Loco, right? Yeah. Where was Four Loco invented? I'm going to guess Ohio just without even thinking about it. You are correct. Oh, good. But not just Ohio. You say invented. What you should say is discovered. Yeah. <laughs> discovered. It's an, el- it's an element. <laughs> this this yeah. is the Indiana Jones movie that they it's never released. It's on the released. periodic table next to Fago. Could we go <laughs> with could we go with um revealed? Yes. <laughs> Yes. It's first yes. victims. The first outbreak <laughs> and, of Four Loco. And, and, the, and the, burning, <laughs> the burning bush vomited up a can and, and said, drink it, Moses, you pussy. <laughs> I need you to go fight somebody for me. <laughs> hey, go fuck up that statue down the mountain. Hey, that, 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 that asshole down at City Hall. One of these will get you ready to fuck that motherfucker up. That's the thing sucks. is that you would do you'd be like, hey dude, listen, I can't go down there and like fight that guy. Because I'm a older. bush. Yeah. <laughs> Beat that cow up. Beat that stupid cow. I don't know. That cow's got like an old like Buckeye's leather jacket and some like acid wash jeans. I don't know if I want to mess with them. Here, drink this. <laughs> so It'll get to, you ready. Do you earn the acid washed jeans in Ohio? Is this like a No, they that's throw like the a, acid at you. Yeah. Oh, okay. At your regular jeans. Yeah. I got another acid fight. Now my jeans look sick. We filtered this malt liquor through the jeans of the toughest 52-year-old guy we know at the gym, and that's how we got Four loco. We, we call him Uncle Steve, and he has no brothers or sisters. We had Chris Spielman spitting it. That's why it tastes awesome. I told you this is a great intro. But enough about Scottish food. <laughs> but enough about Scottish food. Uh, which, by the way, I don't know. Y'all never drank. Like, n- n- none of you actually drank Four loco, right? Are you looking at me like I didn't go to Tennessee? Did you drink Four loco? Yes. Okay. Did you ever get extremely messed up on Four loco? The first time, I'm going to say one sentence, which is that the first time I ever tried it, my roommate had made red beans and rice that night. Don't ask me why I remember that, but you can guess. <laughs> Probably because you experienced it twice. Yes. Yeah. At least. Um, oh, you caught a little bit of clap shot. <laughs> <laughs> clap shot! You caught the shot clap! Yeah. <laughs> it's when it goes in reverse. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, I, I had, I know Ryan didn't. Jason, you, you never got hammered on a four loco, did you? Hammered? No, uh, sampled. And that's, that's enough, thanks. That's, that was enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. And I have my what my favorite sentence in my biography is this: One time I became very intoxicated on Four Loco in Idaho, <laughs> yeah. with Boise State fans. You the, gotta watch out for those folks. They mix anything. They really, really—they're the Virginia do. Tech of the Upper Northwest. Yeah, don't do it. They're all minors, or they drink like minors. Every single one of them. Speaking um, of a different kind of drinking, like minors. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, gave you a segue, but I don't know where we're talking about now. That's fine. Well, f- 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 that's Columbus, good. Yeah, let's see where, see where of, this lands. Four loco yeah. was four loco, of course. Like I just lobbed up like a no look and just turned around and walked away. Let's see what happens. Like all great, it's like a it's like a no look, but not necessarily in the direction of the basket. We're not Correct. even playing a sport right now. Mm. Like all great 
contagions and plagues. Just picture me walking away, hands outstretched. <laughs> Nick Young. Just <laughs> dark. Yeah. Uh, all great contagions and plagues come from the state of Ohio, and in particular from Columbus. Ohio State grads are to credit, blame, and to be feared for unleashing Four loco on the world. All amazing, amazing catastrophes inevitably have some kind of tie-in to the great state of Ohio. We get we got one of those right now. Is that happening? Did um, we get one of those tonight? Did he graduate? One, but I guess my quibble is whether or not he actually graduated. I don't know actually. Mm. But you could ask. Oh no, you can't. No, I mean, like, <laughs> like it's difficult to get a diploma from Ohio State. They hand out like thirty thousand at a time. Yeah. Go Gators. Yeah, fifteen thousand at a time. Thank mm. you very much. Uh, oh, he did. He did graduate. Oh, that's sweet. Yep. What's his degree in? Business administration. <laughs> well, well, he got given the business tonight. <laughs> We're talking about that other Kirk, the one we don't like. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what people, but I didn't know what Davo was thinking when he said something to the effect of Florida State being scared to play Clemson. Which oh, he said Florida State was scared to play Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, again, what makes you think Florida State isn't afraid to take an ass-whipping from anyone? <laughs> like that's Based on their performance over the last couple of years, you're like, no, no, no. They'll get beat by anybody. They'll show up anywhere and get beat by anyone. Mm. And I thought, well, maybe we saw the last of that. Apparently, we didn't see the last My of that. sweet, sweet summer child. I know. So during tonight's uh, college football playoff rankings super show, because it's very important that we have a long broadcast to reveal a list of 25 uh, names. Um, I did not see the show itself, but I know that Kirk Herbstreet, I don't know if he directly said it or if he just strongly implied that Michigan was going to try to fake COVID so that they wouldn't have to play Ohio State. Is that roughly the starting point? He's been listening to the full cast. Um, cause I guess after he blocked Spencer for making fun of his weird, sweaty earthquake skin, uh, he missed us. Sure. I'm no longer blocked by Kirk Herbstreet, by the wow. way. I don't know when or how that oh, happened. Oh, it's because you're that. in the, it's because you're in oh, the ESPN family Oh, it's because of networks. talking out loud Monday nights at seven on the SEC No, Network. it predated that. It predated, it's been like a year now. How That's you how you got, got the job. Gig? Yeah. Oh my God. Nailed yep. it. Just take the picture off the, tw- off the Twitter's. Anyway, I got some I got some shit to say to Kirk, and I hope that y'all will let me get this off my heart. Speak on it. Uh, Kirk got turned around in a real hurry because in what I would call uh, unexpected speed for a man of his age, agility, and girth, uh, he went from railing against Michigan's alleged cowardice in the face of an unprecedented and still largely unknown disease that is ravaging the nation and the globe to apologizing uh, while looking sweaty and taut into his phone and putting it on the internet. He ends the tweet that frames this. I mean, he thinks it's an apology, so we can call it that. He ends this tweet thusly with, uh, I'm talking to three English majors here. You're, you're going to tell me if what I'm about to read is an imperative sentence. Apologize to University of Michigan football for my words. He's telling us to apologize to Michigan football for his words, right? 
Yes. I have enough. I won't because I won't. I didn't say shit to Michigan football, Kirk. And I think you should take some fucking responsibility. (laughs) Could it maybe be, I really, you know, Michigan, I'm really sorry for what happened to you. And, you know, when Kirk Herb Street said that dumb shit about you, like, I, I really sympathize. I really sympathize with you, Michigan. Now I'll apologize to Michigan for all kinds of things that I have misunderstood yeah, about. Yeah, we have enough state. to apologize to Michigan for on this show, Kirk. And I wish that you would pick up the fucking shovel and fill in this hole that you dug your damn self. I will say this: I didn't. I don't think I appreciated Denard Robinson enough. I'm sorry about that, Michigan. Yeah. You know what else I didn't appreciate enough about it? The simple beauty of night moves by Bob Seger. I didn't. That's a beautiful song, and I'm sorry I didn't appreciate it before I got Michigan to like the age of 35. Fact, we don't thank Michigan enough for the fact that they didn't invent Twitter in the age of the Unabomber, and we don't have to listen to Michigan graduate Timothy McVeigh's tweets. <laughs> um, okay, I'll apologize to Michigan. I am sorry, Michigan, that Kirk Herbstreet talked about Michigan football at all. It's the playoff show. You rightfully thought that there was no reason for you to be discussed even obliquely. It's unfair that this, in this, your dumbest year in some time, anybody on ESPN is talking about you. You should be allowed to wallow in your own corner, and it's disrespectful that people are opening the door and pointing at you and saying, look, he shit his pants. Ryan, 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 Ryan. Yeah, uh, I gotta, I gotta take an issue with there. They, a Michigan man does not wallow in a corner. That is a reading nook. Okay, it's a fuck. There's a lamp. <laughs> there's a lamp and everything. Get this out of my books, fo- book foxhole. Get out. <laughs> this is my sulking cubby. <laughs> I, I Just love. Crawl in there and talk to Mister Tumnus and shut this the door is, behind this you. Is oh, my now feel- I made myself sad. I this is my notion. feelings trench, and I will advance out of it very slowly <laughs> over many years. <laughs> I love the notion of, by the way, immediately leaving the room and writing a note on your own stationery that says, "I was, sir, sir, Dash. I was not to be mentioned tonight, and I was mentioned several times. <laughs> I object to this mentioning of me in a non-mentionable me- meeting." Anyway, we don't know what happened here. We don't know why Kurt got turned around on his skis uh, that fast. The the speed with which it happened makes me hope that it was somebody at the network, by which I mean I hope Desmond Howard tore him limb from limb. Uh, go blue. But has okay has everybody gotten everything they need to say about this out of their system because I, have, I need to I need to move us on to one more thing about this. I have I have one more thing I want to add if that's okay. I also have one more thing I want to add and I suspect that okay, it's the same let's, as yours. Let's, so you let's, rock, let's rock paper scissors. Okay. Say it at the same time. Can you one, say two, time? three... Ready? Okay. One, no, two, are we going three, one, shoot. two, three, or one, two, three, go? We'll do one, two, three, shoot, and then once you're done, be honest and say what you threw, okay? Oh, I thought we were saying the words Okay, out yeah, loud. that's a good idea. All right, Spencer, okay. you do one, two, three. Spencer, you do one, two, three, and then Holly and I will each say it. Okay. One, two, three. Paper. Paper. Shit. Shit! <laughs> one, two, three. Paper. Paper. Shit! <laughs> one, two, three. Paper. Rock. Shit. <laughs> Tenacity. Tenacity what wins a quitter. the day. What a, that was Florida State behavior. You would have you would have stayed on paper until hell froze over. I've seen this game before. Oh, <laughs> Christ! I'm delirious. You were establishing day. the run. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the only thing I wanted to say is that this is absolutely the point at which Michigan should fake a COVID outbreak. <laughs> wow. 
Wow, they'll never suspect. Holy shit. Ryan, Ryan, what was this thing you wanted to it's say? It's not even important, Holly. It's okay. not even important. <laughs> all I can think about now is this is after Kirk has apologized. This is absolutely the time that they need to fake it out, break it, keep it wow. you, you, We mentioned a clue earlier. This is the point at the clue game where somebody <laughs> says, it was you, uh, Professor. just a red herring. You, Professor Plum. And everyone's like, it couldn't be Professor Plum. And everyone's like, hey. no, he's a good dude. Professor Plum at that moment should stab someone in the face. Stab, right? stab, stab. <laughs> gotcha. What, uh, what game did Kirk call last week? Goodness, Jason, I don't think I know. I don't know um, either. It was a weird out. week, wasn't it? Because <clears throat> because they didn't get uh, Beth Moens is on the primetime game. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find the last time spot. he was uh, last time he was in Ann Arbor. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Do they oh, have well, like? Let's a, just say it was last week. Do they have that? like a minimum degree requirement to set foot inside the city limits? That might be his problem. Because I'm thinking what they could go with is uh, they could say they caught it from Kirk. Oh. God, you know, his face is super spreading. That had to be the kind of thing, God. by the way. Like, as, as like, like, if you say dumb shit on TV, you know that it's dumb and it's coming out of your mouth and you're like, I can't stop it. No. There's like another, I got another sentence full of stupidity to get out of this before I can stop it. Because I'm mid-sentence, and I got to do it. To be clear, it's not funny when people call your boss because of shit you say on television or the internet. It's real funny when you're a raging behind-the-scenes misogynist piece of shit to all your female colleagues, and then that shit happens. Wow. Playoff rankings. Oh, you mean the point where Ohio State is 4-0 and behind an 8-1 and Clemson and still has to play Alabama? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> House State might not be getting off that 4-0, y'all. <laughs> this is, we might have... I don't know I why they would want to. I, yeah. I mean, what? Perfection. I mean, why play more football? 4-0. You beat it. You what beat are they going to do? Put, put A&M in? Ohio State, you won four games. Let it ride. Respect to A&M, by the way, for getting a high playoff ranking and immediately just turning out. Just looking like absolute garbage and trash i hope they keep it up i hope they win but i hope they look like absolute trash for the last two weeks and yet I, no, like texas agricultural and mechanical <laughs> so let's 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 see can you all spontaneously remember all four of the of those wins where the, absolutely the four not comes from? okay how many schools do you think we can name before we get to the right ones you can get some of them. I'm confident. I mean, Indiana. Yes, correct. That's Penn their State. big win. Their big yeah, win their is Indiana. Their quality win that is, is their Indiana. Big win. Yes. They beat, they beat uh, Penn State, who correct. was ranked at the time. Which, yeah, no, I don't that... think... Were they? Hmm. Yeah, I guess they were. I'm pretty sure it was early on. No, they were oh, No, they were already... They were already 0-1, so they might have dropped out. Uh, did they play Illinois? They did not. And they opened... Uh, <clears throat> you're, you're missing Rutgers and Nebraska. Honest to Christ, I'm not sure I would have gotten Rutgers. Penn State was indeed number 18 at the time. That's God. quality win, sir. God. It, this, like, it's very hard. Other than the, listen, the Indiana game counts. It But it was also. That's their, it was that's also, their best win. And it was also their, like, weakest showing, I would argue. Like, 
the, I the think you mean that, their most competitive matchup, Ryan. That is what I mean. The fact that like nobody's gonna care that the four and out that what this four and consists of is a lot of junk, is a lot of fucking garbage. Mm. Is I think that goes for everybody though. Okay, like, okay. Right. like Bama, Bama's got three really good wins. All right, okay. Clemson. Uh, your best win is Miami, who's okay. Their record's nice, right? Mm. Is anybody really impressed? Cincinnati. Okay, we're not going to pick on Cincinnati. Uh, Florida. You beat Georgia. Cool. Um, you know. Uh, let's see. BYU being wrongfully, <laughs> wrongfully treated. <laughs> Uh, A&M, everyone, somehow, every team I click on, they've beaten Auburn. That's uh, A&M, you're up next. You know, Oklahoma, uh, Texas in quadruple overtime. <laughs> Impressive, you know, like, no one's beaten anybody. It all sucks. Bama's beaten everyone. Notre Dame. I, Notre Dame has the, has the year's best win. That's where we're at. They really do. Although, like, I think it's funny in this great credit default swap scheme that we have here. Of loans built on loans built on loans that oh, is we need more schedule. Bank. We need more banks, man. We need more banks because we got to get these. Some of these loans got to get gone. Quick. So, yeah. like, call we, we Miami. Do. Call Miami and Indiana basically even, right? Sure. And historically, that sense, that's always been true, and I think Miami fans would agree with that. <laughs> they would. Our natural <laughs> they, rival, they have Indiana. A, they have a similar number of of teams that retroactively get called the greatest ever because of well, you know just in different sports. Um, but yeah, I mean, add some fluff onto Ohio State's resume, and it's pretty similar to Clemson's. Clemson being ahead of Ohio State's fine, but but we're add. not. But to be clear, we're not even going to add the fluff. Nope. Yeah, point. but why would we need to? I mean, but come on, we know they're one of the four best teams. We could add an oh. egg wrapped in sausage. Yeah, we should. <laughs> why would we just have an egg? That's when fair. we can deep fry it. That's. That, I feel, you know I feel like That's what fair. cutting a month out of Ohio State season is. Does is like let's just cut the bullshit. Like we know they're going to be either number four or number five every single year. Let's do that whether they play any games or not. Right? I do. I, I okay. I would have appreciated more if they had just played Nebraska, got shut down the rest of the year, and still been. Then I would have been fine with it. <laughs> then the if su- it had just been on the strength of the Nebraska win, <laughs> it's it's just what they did to our Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. That's that's what sticks in the crawl. See the galaxy brain take for me is this: Indiana's fifth. Because they've actually they've played more games at Ohio State. They almost beat Ohio State, and they're five and one. So, like, if we're attributing all that magic Big Ten power to Ohio State, I don't know. There's a lot of that sort of magical Big Ten power in Indiana too. They're just right there. They're right there. They're practically the Texas A&M of the Big Ten. So why don't we have them at five or six? Great question. Hey, why is Georgia? There's... Why is Georgia all the way up there? They're six and two. I'm sorry. That's two games. That's one. That's that's a 100 percent increase in losses. That's right. From teams ranked below them, like Miami, and my beloved Indiana, and our BYU Cougars, and our BYU Cougars. The who, by the BYU way, BYU disrespect. They don't even have the one. Yeah. Y'all, they played nine games. They could play 20. I mean, this. They could have played 28 <laughs> games at this point, and they still wouldn't put them in. No. BYU could be sitting on 30 and 0 for the year. They could have played games on Wednesday, Thursday. They could have cut out the avocado toast and the frivolous shopping and got a roommate. I, I, sto- I stopped just... buying coffee out and I I steal coffee from people instead. I'm just jealous because BYU's got enough sacks of flour to last all through this pandemic winter. Sorry about you, Georgia, Miami. 
Oh, I know who doesn't have that. Florida. No way. No way. Florida, no. Every Florida fan's like, I'm just going to loot. That's it. I'm not going to prep. Just going to take somebody else's prep. Listen, man, I got a big thing of peach rings from the gas station <laughs> when the pandemic started, and I got to make them last, all right? See, it's the two colors that make the nutrition. <laughs> that's right. One side is protein. That's, yeah. the, that's the thicker color. The yeah. jelly side, that's fruit. That's candy. Wait, Candy's a food side, group. Those things aren't jelly. Not in Florida, man's brain they aren't. No, no, no. He's like gummy worms. Those are protein, right? That's right. Yeah. Ooh, protein infused gummy worms. Write that down. Business. That's got it. Oh, did I tell y'all about my exist. invention? Hold on. Mm. Protein. Okay, gummies. Ryan. While you look that stuff, I need to run my invention by Spencer and Jason. Not literally yet, but I, I absolutely am not making this up. I invented something in a dream that I think is amazing. Okay. Have you ever given a gift to a parent? It's probably a parent or um, to, you know, a, a loved one who was a little bit older who you had to give something that appeared useful, but really you just wanted to annoy them? Yeah. Okay. What if a robot vacuum, reasonably priced, runs well, solidly constructed, but the entire time it's running, it tells jokes? How blue are the jokes? Are there settings for the jokes? Absolutely not. These are like okay. Ramada in comic jokes. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, my, and I said, and then the rabbi said, hey, that's not a duck. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I want the, yeah, the most basic humor possible. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, man, went, there's, I went there's... Norm McDonald at that one roast. At the uh, Bob Saget roast. Yes. Yeah. This is the yeah. exact example I was giving to Spencer. Just imagine this little robot butler whirring around your house going, this corner is for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> there's a shit ton it's of protein It's possible gummies. I've been inside too long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, there, Ryan. There's a shit ton of protein gummies. You have missed this. So oh, you're so. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Protein gummy what's? Mm. What pro- oh, okay, that's fair. They're just listed as protein gummies. No, we gotta conquer uh-huh. the shapes if market. You're looking for like a hairy, uh, a hairy bow, a hairy bro. Maybe oh. yeah. is that the name of the company? Oh yeah. god, yeah, okay. so hairy bro. Here is we capitalize on the twin engines of gummies with protein in them and nostalgia and make like the dinosaur shaped protein gummies and that's how we get swole kids this is also we take that and then we invest it in our big huge subscription product which is the vacuum that tells jokes and this we update the jokes meaning to juicy juice right just that <laughs> just that vacuum caught on a rug with tassels right going like the my doctor says the doctor my says, wife, my wife. <laughs> the doctor says you'll live to be 60. I told him I am 60. The doctor said, see, I told you. <laughs> God. Just this robot kind of bumping it. Also, it could climb. St- it could go downstairs in my dream. And it was like, Doc, it hurts when I do this. Well, stop doing that. There's no <laughs> laugh track on the vacuum, by the way. It just tells these jokes into right. silence. <laughs> doctor, I have a ringing in my ears. Don't answer. Yeah. yeah. I like this. Thank you. Um. You have a terrifying Notre Dame stat for us, Jason. That's right. Go on. Uh, based on various scheduling uh, bullshit, Notre Dame has uh, has clinched a spot in the ACC championship. One try, one successful appearance out of 114 years. They've been in a conference for one year, and it's gone great. Uh, here are the power conference teams that also have one appearance in a conference championship. They're 
might be an error somewhere in here. I only went Small through it once. sample size theater. Arizona, Arizona State, Baylor, Duke, Iowa, Iowa State. We're going to count it. Mississippi State, North Carolina, Northwestern. You might be off this list pretty soon. Miami, Penn State, Pitt, South Carolina, TCU, Virginia. One each. Here are the teams, power conference teams, that don't have any conference title game appearances. Oh. Unlike Notre Dame. Cal, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisville, Maryland, Minnesota, NC State, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Oregon State, Purdue, Rutgers, Syracuse, Texas Tech, Vanderbilt, Washington State, West Virginia. That's 19. Oh, there's 20. Michigan, you're on here too. Ah. Huh. So. That's, God, that's rough. As they say in Scotland, that's a spicy meatball. (laughs) Michigan, (laughs) you just got clap shot. (laughs) Clap. Brace yourself, Jimmy boy. Clap shot coming in. <laughs> he is really as as awful as your English <laughs> accent is. Your Scottish accent is really. Delightful. I really, really need uh, WWE wrestler Drew McIntyre to change his finishing move to the clap shot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what is it? I don't care what it is. <laughs> clap Shotland. Normal Brave. punch. <laughs> Lottie, I'll put I'll put peckers and keepies in there. <laughs> Keppers and peekies. Wait, it's when you punch somebody super hard, but then you fall down. Your mother, 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 mother. Okay, you heard that too, right? Yeah. Okay, that was real. Cerber, did you get that? Oh my god! I did. Hell yes. We have to keep it, right? <laughs> yes, this that's, makes the that's, cut. That's got to be the cold open. And so- <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That was horrifying. Mother, 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 mother. Because for a minute, I thought he was doing it. <laughs> and I was like, why are you doing this? Oh, my God. No, you know what would be really dope is if when, uh, when they come back, he's still doing it. He's still doing it. Like, it turns out he really was doing it. Holy, oh my god. It's time for some podcast business. Podcast business. What's that business? Podcast business. You can hear it. It's a business. It's some podcast. It's a podcast. And it's business. Yeah. Jesus. Spencer's now our ranking, Scott. Aye. Um, (laughs) Eat shit, Scott Stapp. Um,. So by the time you hear this, why well, is that the funniest thing that's happened tonight? You haven't heard the cold open yet. Once you do, you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> by the time you hear this, gentle listener, there will be new merchandise available. Where at homefieldapparel.com. What kind of merchandise? You're wondering. Is it another school? That's coming on board. Is it new designs uh, of an existing school? Honestly, it could be. I, I can't promise you it's not those things. But Spencer, Jason, what do we know for sure is going to be going up on Home Field Apparel uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, December 2nd? Well, assuming uh, this episode doesn't happen to go, you know, to publish back in time or something like that you know you, you can never be too sure about these things fair yeah uh there mm-hmm. a moon crew collection at homefieldapparel.com we got a shutdown full cast shirt a split zone duo shirt a moon crew shirt a sinful seven shirt 
And we are enjoying, in fact, joined by a school. There's a Vacation Bible School shirt in there. So, you, yeah. Yeah, there's a school. Sort of. Sure, that's 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 a good point. Um, And I don't know if it's going to make it up in time. I did submit a design that is um, just a middle school photo of Stephen Godfrey on a shirt, in case you want that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but now I really want to. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, Godfrey's wife, call us. Like right now, yeah, she knows so. who she married. I hope. Yeah, she saw that picture of him and still married him. Yeah, he's tall now, though. That's true. <laughs> That's it. What what's what's Stephen Godfrey's most appealing quality? He's very tall and very handsome. You know, having a tall husband was probably more uh, appealing before we were all locked in our homes. Now it's just mm. like more space. It's <laughs> like keep it moving, stretch. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> you're fucking femurs. You're, bre- you're breathing so high up How there. How are you always blocking the television? Always. <laughs> that just... woman's Cajun too. She's gonna put his leg bones in a soup. There's so much husband to store. <laughs> I knew I should have gone with the compact, low-energy husband, but instead I had to buy the full big green egg husband. Oh, Think about it. When God. you live when you live with somebody that tall, you always buy twenty percent less couch than everyone else, and twenty percent more shirt. Yeah, and never ever any leg room in your vehicle. No, never. It's the pain. Imagine ass. getting into a car or truck seat after Stephen Godfrey has sat in it and trying to reach the pedals. Just, just. <laughs> What imagine being a shitbird. Imagine being this far into the pandemic and being like, "Oh my god, a fucking scarecrow is screaming about the Atlanta Falcons inside my house." <laughs> an ant. There's an ant who's like, "We've decided you are not our coach." <sighs> he sure files like an ant. Anyway. Arthur Blank does move at ant speed. When <laughs> you think about it, like, I think I should I fire need another Dan year Quinn. to ponder this <laughs> man who started two and six and then he, did it again. We've decided to give this weirdo GM another year. Um, even even if you decide not to buy the middle school T-shirt of Stephen Godfrey, that again I have not actually submitted to Home Field. There are many other options. There's the Moon Crew collection Jason just described. There are all the other uh, comfortable, stylish, extremely uh, warm and cuddly sweatshirts, T-shirts. I can't say the pants because the pants are out of stock. And every time somebody tweets at Homefield about put the put the sad dog on the pants, they get all huffy and they're like, "Stop telling us to put the sad dog on the pants." So but please refer to them as the doggers. The doggers. I apologize. Uh, but but all the other options are still there. You can still use offer code FULLCAST to get 20% off your first purchase. Uh, yeah, you can you can live a life of luxury and comfort. Unless, of course, you're Stephen Godfrey, in which case um, you are just that uh, wacky inflatable man at the auto dealership, except you are mad about the Atlanta Braves. Spencer, could you say... Um time to put on my doggers in the Scottish accent. Ah, it's time to put on me doggers. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> so, uh, since... He, he should do the whole show as a Scotsman. Like, <laughs> fuck being American. Left, left, me, left me doggers in the jakes. <laughs> Noted liberal Ryan Nanny says fuck <laughs> being American. <laughs> 
He's too leftist for the full cast. <laughs> says he could be too bought. radical for Georgia. That's why we moved him to Nashville. He's totally so... exonerated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to talk about totally exonerated because Spencer and I have both seen these. Jason, did you see these on TV during the general? Because they've been running these on television like before now. I don't know why it just showed up on social now. Totally. But it... David Perdue has been running these like I am not a crook ads. David Perdue at was least totally exonerated for selling yeah. his citizenship for a pair like, of dogs. If doggers. you watch it on mute, it looks like an attack ad and it was made by his own campaign. <laughs> yeah. And Kelly Leffler has one also that like yeah. the first half of it is like, you know, didn't actually do all those crimes. You know, Cleared and then of it, and all then it, wrongdoing. And then it hard pivots to like pastel tones. Kelly Leffler uses her illegally earned billions for the good of poor people. You know, and like it, you know, it, it, it at least pivots to something besides totally exonerated, even though some of my gardeners are poor people, I'm told <laughs> by my chatelaine. Her, hair, her hairdresser's fucking poor because she's not paying her anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have I have some friends uh, in certain marginalized communities who have distinct opinions about why her hair looks like that. Because the person doing it hates them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holly, I, Holly, I've got a question. If somebody wanted to learn more about the special elections in Georgia coming up, uh, or the state of Georgia politics more broadly, where would one find such a resource? Hey, folks, uh, this is not a joke. Not that anything we say on this program is a joke, but I am working for the next eight weeks on a special edition miniseries podcast with my friends at Unir. It is called Ground Game Georgia. It is hosted by me and my friend Marcus Patrick Ellsworth. First episode drops Wednesday, December 2nd. The point of the show is to take you through all of the grassroots operations and other organizations in Atlanta and elsewhere that have been mobilizing voters throughout the Senate runoffs. Because you might have heard we live in a beautiful baby blue state right now and control of the Senate rests with, oh shit, Georgia winning a contest in january what could go wrong anyway first episode is me and marcus talking to robert john inahosa from song power which is the 501c4 arm of song southerners on new ground it is an intense 20 minutes we cover a lot of ground uh, robert john is fantastic and we ended up making him the entire show because he was such a good interview. He was going to be on for like eight minutes and he just kept talking and all of it was wonderful. You can find us at groundgamepod.com, at groundgamepod on Twitter, groundgamepod on Instagram. Uh, come check it out. It's going to be, I don't know, it'll be a fucking podcast. How am I supposed to end this speech? No, you did it. You Register did it. That's, how, that's, how we usually, that's how we usually end this show. Right. This so. man, this is a great thing about working with a whole bunch of people who aren't me is I just have to talk into a mic and then I'm done. One more shout out. The guy who hired me to do this podcast is a longtime EDSBS reader, like before I even started there. And the show is being edited by a guy who I know because he last year, after our live Charlotte show, sent me a special waveform that he had made of our sack time impressions. So Jim and Dan, our footbunkles, are indirectly responsible for assembling the team that made uh, this runoffs podcast. And I know they're proud. Go blue. Democracy the dies. Kind. Democracy dies in crossing routes. Democracy dies in dorkness. <laughs> 
Anyway, sorry, I got sincere for a minute and I felt uncomfortable. Let's go back to the other thing. But please go listen to the show. It's really good and a lot of smart people who aren't me are working on it. We, we got any more podcast business to take care of? We have a, one more important item. Uh, oh. If you, dear listener, like uh, us, have roughly a billion fewer dollars than Kelly Leffler, then have we got the app for you. You should visit acorns.com slash fullcast to claim a $5 bonus when you begin using the easiest magical investment app that I have ever encountered at long-time listeners, as in two weeks or so, uh, know that I have invested a handful of dollars, and I was bragging about my seven cents in winnings recently that'll going towards my eventual retirement. Uh, I'd like you to know that the market has boosted that up to 16 cents. And climbing. And climbing. Fun. We were sitting next to a millionaire. <laughs> Rich well, folks very, only in your mentions. It wasn't very, the market, very, very Jason. Soon. It wasn't the market. It was the invisible hand of the market. And who discovered that invisible hand? Scotsman Adam Smith. That's fucking right. That's, That's right. Think, Ryan, That's I think right. that was the invisible ham of the market. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It, invisible it, ham. And Aberdeen's this, finest. <laughs> And this pig loves acorns, baby. It's like, Adam, who drank all that scotch? Oh, it was an invisible hand. <laughs> oh, we invisible hand. You should have seen it. <laughs> Used to Are call you... him the invisible wallet because of his tab never getting paid. This is I the Adam down S- fool cast. I assume Adam Smith was actually just a pickpocket, and he he pivoted to being an economist to, to explain it away. <laughs> um, there's a lot of fucking pickpockets who are economists today, so... Yeah, no, two noble the, professions running side by side. Yeah. By the way, pretty let me just go ahead and say Adam Smith might sound like the most Scottish person because, you know, the invisible hand that definitely didn't eat those Scotch eggs or take the last bottle of breakfast. No, it's David Hume, the philosopher who was like, you don't yeah. know the sun's not coming up tomorrow. You don't know what's coming up. You just assumed that. I'm like, oh, what glorious pessimism. Yeah, I mean, in the in northern Britain, it's really not a guarantee you're going to no, no, no. anytime soon. Acorns is the country's leading saving and investing app. Uh, the Rock uses it, and he has a lot more money than we do combined. For ever, now, in for one thousand lifetimes. For yeah, now, yeah. Well, hey, hey, The Rock. What you know? The Rock's uh, production company is called Five Bucks Production because you know he, at one point he had five dollars. Well, sixteen cents productions is coming for you, brother. Jason, I hate to correct you, but that name of that production company is called Seven Bucks Productions, and oh, it started with five. No, I'm saying those two extra bucks clearly came from where? Acorns.com/slash/fullcast. Boosted no. the rock to everything he has ever <laughs> produced. <laughs> Would not be where he is without acorns.com slash fullcast. Destroyed that ad read in the best possible way. Excellent job. Sorry, I said the invisible ham because I was looking ahead to our next topic, Brett Bielema. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to mention. a very visible ham. Perhaps the most visible ham. Well, he, he you, might... can, like, you can like see the ham waves coming off of him. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like a whole different part of the, the spectrum of light, the ham spectrum. <laughs> I just can't, no, that's, I'm no, like, Spencer. That's where they get ham radios. Why are ultra, you laughing? I'm ultra, glad you, ultra poor scene. I'm glad you went quantum mechanics with this because you said ham waves, and I immediately saw Matthew McConaughey being like, "Detach." I'm going in. I'm going into the ham, brother. <laughs> that's the blackest hole of it's all. Ham. <laughs> It's all ham waves out there. I know. He gets you, inside the black me, hole. The birds, just... the sky, this bu- this Buick. It's all ham waves. I'd like to apologize to my colleagues and our entire audience for making Spencer watch Interstellar. <laughs> he just gets to the end of the universe, and it's a bunch of hanging hams. My daughter's on the other oh. side of these hams. 
<laughs> and my daddy, he's one of these frozen hams. Yes, <laughs> here he is, Bertrand. How you doing, buddy? It's it's just prosciutto, prosciutto stacked on top of prosciutto, stacked on top of prosciutto. <laughs> um, that's it. Hey, what's the one force that stretches across all dimensions? That's right, ham. That's right. Not just love, like like ham. like wafting smells of ham. It's the what's fifth the, dimension. What's, yeah. what's the Milky Way? A spiral. How do I like my ham cut? Same way, brother. That's actually why the front of a spacecraft is called the nose, because it is going towards the ham at it's, all times. It's searching for ham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? You know why Voyager 2 never came back? Found a ham. Ate it. Still working on it. Ground control to major ham. <laughs> this is also explains where Jodie Foster went in contact. <laughs> they should have sent a butcher. Man, imagine, okay, along with our <laughs> night ham scenario, imagine getting to the end of the universe and you get to hang out with your dead daddy on a beach and just eat some nice ham. Yeah. I mean, that sounds awesome. That's not too bad at all. No, that's pretty good. Um, this was all my way of saying before we got into the quantum before mechanics. Before we started of- <laughs> recording this podcast. Uh, that Brett Bielema's being considered. Uh, hang on, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. Local one, media one is reporting that he is. So... Uh, contact. That oh no! Wait, I'm wrong with, about that. They're not. Contact starts with a young kid with a radio, right? And that's that. She, she a ham radio becomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, also, what was the name of America's mother? Mother, 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 mother. <laughs> what was the What was the name of America's most successful chimp astronaut? Ham. Ham. Yeah. That is correct. See. see uh, the wait, signs. is there a ranking of ch- of chimp astronauts and how successful they were? Buddy. That's what this show was made for. Hang that on. is what that is what the playoff committee should be list doing. List of chimp. Yeah, who is the least? Why is the... list of chimp astrology signs before chimp astronauts? <laughs> Wait, chimps have different astrology signs? Because chimps. Hey, man, like the rest of us, chimps are searching for answers and they're turning to the true. heavens. I would never trust a chimp Scorpio. Never. <laughs> man. Okay, there are all kinds of names, and my main objection to, I mean, apart from, you know, an obvious list of objections to sending monkeys into space is when the first primate in space, Albert, dies of suffocation during his flight on a V-2 rocket. They named the second one Albert II. Guess what happened to him? What? He died, but in a different way. How? Uh, Impact. Oh, <laughs> uh, is is the listed cause oh, wow. here after a parachute failure? Um, anyway, hey Albert three also. Di- At what point do you change the name? You don't because then we're you gonna, gotta. We're gonna keep doing it till we get it right. That's this right. is this is where they got the Space Olympics song. Albert three is also canceled. Albert four is also canceled. Uh, even Wikipedia gets a little salty about this. Albert Four, on the last Monkey V2 flight, died on impact on December 8th that year after another parachute failure. This just, like, if you just control F and replace Albert with Ugga, none of this would seem strange to you. (laughs) (laughs) Man, how would you, imagine Ugga's face in multiple Gs. (laughs) That's, that's, this is my favorite. The reporter at the press conference for when Ham came back from space successfully and said, Hey, were there other apes? And the answer is nope. Nope. Ham was the first one. I am developing several favorite chimps in space uh, via reading this article. The first is named Goliath, a squirrel monkey, 
who died in the explosion of his Atlas rocket on November 10th, 1961, followed into space by a rhesus called Scatback, who flew in a sub- shot. Who flew in a sub- <laughs> who flew in a suborbital flight on December 20th but was lost at sea after landing? Oh, Did y'all man. even look for him? I hope I I will say. I hope I it, hope they haunted the shit out of these NASA folks. I hope at least one of these chimps faked his own death. And it's just like live in large somewhere. I can definitely tell you which one it is. It's France's first monkey in space, Martine. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Do you know the first Earth life to encircle the moon and come back? No. It was, in fact, two Russian turtles. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> With they guns. Turtles around the moon. <laughs> oh, now they're just look. Now they're like, oh, we're just grabbing an animal. I don't know. What do you have? <laughs> You got a I couple think, of turtles. I think like Russian logic is like, now we don't have to buy shells. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it already has helmets. <laughs> Russian pet smart was very low on supplies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Soviet pet smart, buddy. That makes it even grimmer. <laughs> Soviet pet smart. Yeah, it's oh. like we have half half donkey. Vasily admits. Vesely we have half admits, donkey. You want or not? <laughs> Vesely admits he should have called first. Well, Y'all okay. gotta see this photo of Miss Baker. <laughs> like the reproof is already in her eyes. Yeah, I guess we're sending half a donkey into space for the <laughs> military. <laughs> Which, wait, 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 wait. Send wait, half wait, a donkey half? and like only a quarter comes back. What the fuck? Happened? How do you <laughs> even know? How do you even know if space Spencer, plane has that's changed? Wonka- to- that's Wonka a vision. That's not space. It's <laughs> not the same I thing. Think, uh, Ryan, I think if it's like wielding nunchucks. I see. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this turtle fucking loves pizza. Well, you know, what I'm wondering is this. The Russians did have apes, and they did have other animals they sent up into space. Did they just use the same template that they used for every other capsule? Because in every Russian capsule, there was a gun. Shotgun. A shotgun. So at one point, is there the possibility (laughs) that there was an ape with a shotgun in space? That's what I want to know. We send two turtles. One comes back. (laughs) Those turtles are back from the moon, and they're pissed. (laughs) One One shooter, one spotter. (laughs) However, some careful scrutiny of the first page of Google results uh, for animals in space. I got to hand the trophy to France. Not only uh, did they have the previously named Martine the monkey, they have Felicette the cat. Uh, I didn't know France had a space program. Uh, France also launched rats into space, which I guess explains several things about (laughs) French culture. His name was was Hector. In French, I guess that's Hector. Uh, Argentina, meanwhile. See, France, be more like Argentina, who named their rat Belisario. That's beautiful. It, it was humane because he gave them all cigarettes. That's it. Send the apes with cigarettes to space. Man, we just blanketed space. We have space sent parasitic in. wasps into space? Well. Yeah, ma'am. You don't want them here. Y'all ever feel like, look, no reason. There's no current public event that's that's fueling this sentiment. But y'all ever feel like as a species, we are just jumping up and down and asking for it? <laughs> oh, I, I, listen, I would love if like one of these crafts landed on an alien planet and they were like, oh, a gift from Earth and uh, parasitic wasps just come flying. <laughs> like we're going to go out in a couple of hundred thousand years and hit a planet where like it's all parasitic wasps. Yeah. The parasitic wasps are like, at last! They're, they're, they're Scottish as well. 
I lost you here. You thought you could leave us behind? Lay eggs in you. That's what we're going to do. Scotch eggs. Scotch eggs. You'll be you'll be infected but delicious. <laughs> <laughs>